Midterm Mayhem. Midterm Mayhem. Welcome to Midterm Mayhem. Mayhem. Monday through Friday here at 405, we bring you Midterm Mayhem, the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. All right. So uh, Blake Masters was here at the radio station today. He's running for senator, wants to beat Mark Kelly. Obviously, Blake Masters, uh, uh, Republican endorsed, uh, excuse me, Trump endorsed Republican. Yes. Okay. Uh, you met him. Your thoughts? Very nice guy. Very uh, dude is is really bright, really sharp. Very, very. You could see how you could sit down and 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 feel comfortable talking to him. Okay. Uh, And I told him, look, you're going to come on our show. We're 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 going to hit you with some stuff, I'm sure. And uh, he was, uh, you know, it's funny because I think you see that like a lot of these people. How do I open up more without making it look like the only thing I'm doing? in changing and trying to move to the middle is to expand my tent because he was like, you know, because I asked him about the pro-life thing. Yeah, you're scrubbing the thing. and you know, Let's people, go through that. Yeah, because that's the big thing. Okay, let's go through that. Did Blake Masters, you know, basically scrub his his web page? Because, listen, the, the, here's the fact. He did, in fact, take down, quote, I am 100% pro-life. Yeah. Okay, so that language on his website is gone. That is a fact. It is not there. On okay. his website, though, there is still protect babies. Don't let them be sure. killed. Yeah, sure, but sure. The 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 big like one hundred percent. You know, okay. Kind of th- it, that is not there. All right. So Broomhead asked Blake Masters that question today. The headline came out this morning that you have basically scrubbed your website with your abortion stance and you're backtracking. Yeah, f- fake news. Uh, go read the website. Okay, we read the website. And by the way, this all this fake news stuff is so old. Get a new get get a new phrase. Yeah, come on. It's like it's like the talking points. Fake news. Election was rigged in 2020. I'm just so tired of it. Yeah. Okay, why can't you just say, "Hey, listen. We we changed it up. I took off. I am 100% pro-life." That's exactly what he took yeah. off. And and by the way, why are you taking that off? Do you think that's gonna gonna push an independent not to vote for you? No, I think his big thing is what he wants to talk about is the fact that hey, you know what? Uh, I think they did the right thing by returning it to the states, and let's let the states decide. And if our state happens to decide that they would like choice, okay. uh, then then I'll abide by that. Uh, you know, he did say something I think 99% of Americans agree with. Look, you know, once the, once the baby's viable, yeah, you've made your choice. Yeah. Yeah, and if you look at the polls, that's what... Yeah, it's not even close. Okay. All right. But if you are 100% pro-life, what does that tell me? That tells me that there are no abortions whatsoever in any circumstance. Rape, incest. I don't even know. I, I, I Does that include can, the life of the mother? No, and, I think the okay. life of the mother's kind of always been out there. But the rape and incest thing yeah. is... All right, here's the whole clip. The headline came out this morning that you have basically scrubbed your website with your abortion stance and you're backtracking. Yeah, f- fake news. Uh, go read the website. It is the most detailed, most pro-life uh, agenda of any Senate candidate nationwide. Not, not. You didn't answer the question yet. Uh, you got thirty-seven seconds to answer the question. 
Um, what I did is go on the attack. I added some language to it uh, that points out, yeah, Mark Kelly, he calls me a pro-life extremist. And I'm pro-life. I don't make apologies for that. But are you 100% pro-life? Because that's what your website said. Um, but I, I added some language to call him out. Actually, they're lying about me and, and, and my position because they're the extremists. Mark Kelly votes for the most extreme abortion laws in the world. We- okay, so he's not answering the question. Anyway, are, is this semantics? Is this even is it even important? But I, I don't know. But if you are 100 percent pro-life, why are you going back on that? Why shouldn't you be proud of that? Yeah. You should be proud of that. Yeah. That's your stance. That's fine. I think the thing is, is, again, how do you make it? How do you expand your, your, your base by saying, you know, look, abortion in what did Clinton say? And I thought Clinton said it best, not Hillary, because she, she can't say it. anything best. But uh he wants it to be uh, legal, he wants it to be safe, and he wants it to be rare. And I think that's a that, that that's what I think a lot of people feel mm-hmm. without saying, you know, look, if you allow somebody who's five weeks pregnant to get an abortion, it's the same thing as as 36 weeks. Well, you know, we do live in a world where, you know, uh, you, you, there's give and take. Unfortunately, if you're pro-life, you're you're staunch on that. But that is we live in a world where people don't always have the same views as you and you yeah. have to learn to live around those people. Right, right. You're listening to Midterm Mayhem. Just like day. you have to learn to live around you. Yeah, absolutely. That was very nice. I know. Not you, but uh, me, you, everybody. Midterm Mayhem 405, bringing you the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. So ch- chatted a little bit about Blake Masters. Very sharp guy, though. Very sharp. Absolutely I'm, very sharp. I'm looking forward to, dis- to, to, to talking with him because, you know, he does have some good ideas. Uh, and and I'm I'm not the biggest Mark Kelly guy either. No, as I said, I'm an independent, and uh, I li- I'll vote for Republicans and Democrats. Um, has Mark Kelly given me a reason to vote for him again? Not really. No. So now it's up to Blake Masters. You know, sell me. I I could see. Really? I could vote for. I don't. No, I don't know yet. You know, I had a really good talk about Martha McSally. Actually, he and I had a very nice conversation about Martha McSally. And and what about she? He goes, did you guys find the same thing that she was just off the air, a totally different human being? And that she was, but the minute the lights came on, the cameras came on, the microphones came on, it was, we froze up a million yeah, times. And, and he goes, he goes, she was just, she was awful at campaigning. She was not good at the campaigning side. No. And, and, and. Also, that she probably felt very uncomfortable, I think, with some of the stuff that was going on that maybe she didn't get 100% behind but felt like she had to. But I did say, man, you're going up against somebody that flew way higher than she did. He goes, <laughs> oh, so you heard he's an astronaut. Yeah. I like Martha McSally. I and too. we had a lot she... of really nice, pleasant conversations off the air. Um, I did. We did. Nobody ever saw the real Martha McSally. Yeah. She sent me a note after my mom died. I know. I thought that was really nice. Uh, I always liked her. I always did. I just, I think you're right. Some people were just not good campaigners. No. But that doesn't mean you can't be a good representative. No, yeah, yeah. Some people, like Clinton's, like Bill was, he's great. He loves the campaign. Mm. Obama loved the campaign. Yeah. Trump loves being on the stage. Like some people like that. Other people, they want to be in the background, right? right. They, that's, they enjoy that side of it. The getting hired side is not their good thing. All right. That'll do it for midterm mayhem. The madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election all right coming up right now it's time for five spot so i got a good one for you oh you do i do i do do you know that today is national dog day i heard it is national dog day we want you to call us and tell us a funny story about your dog it's that easy it's that simple 602-277-5827 
Tell us a hilarious story, a funny, weird, kind of crazy story about your dog on National Dog Day. I'm trying to prove to everybody out there that I, I do love uh, animals, just not in my backyard. Okay? 602-277-KTAR. Five spot. Tell us a funny story about your dog on National Dog Day. That's coming up. All right, five spot where we put you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. Here's the story today. It's National Dog Day. Doggy Day. Now, to put to rest the terrible rumors about me that I don't like uh, dogs. I, I do like dogs. So I just I just don't want them using my backyard as well, a yeah, toilet. But you're not going to rent your backyard out. Right, because people in the valley are renting the backyard out to, to strange dogs, and uh, it's $15 for an hour. And I just said I don't like that, and everybody said, oh, you don't like dogs. Anyway, uh, this is uh, this is rare. We're opening up uh, the phones for the dog mom and the dog dad, which I think is silly, but that's what we've done. Uh, it is National Dog Day. Tell us a funny story about your dog. All right. You like to post pictures. You like to talk about your dog. Give us a funny story. Not that hard, right? Not shouldn't be that hard. Two seven seven K T A R. All right, here we go. Uh, John and Levine. All right, John, go ahead. Yeah, I got. I got three chihuahuas, and then my wife wanted a toy cup chihuahua. So I went down and bought the thing, and then six months later, it turned out not to be a toy chihuahua, but a deaf beagle. And this dog, he loves to play with the other dogs, but they don't like him. So I got to play with him, and he'll run and jump in the bed and jump off the bed into my arms. Just flying across the room, but he's so funny. You got a deaf beagle. Man, you got taken for a ride on that one. You weren't even close. That's not funny, though. <sighs> that wasn't. Was that funny? No. Well, it's funny that funny he, got, he, he thought he bought a dog that was one. Nothing funny. Goes, I went down and bought a teacup uh, chihuahua. Found out it was a great day. It's not funny. <laughs> deaf beagles are not funny. Let's yeah. try this again. How do you think they feel? All right. Uh, Misty in Glendale. All right. Funny story. Dog. Go ahead. So I used to have a little chihuahua mixed dog that needed a 12-step program for a tennis ball or any ball at that. She would literally crack out if she got a ball. And we were playing with her at the Verde River and she kept pushing the ball out further and further into the little wake area that we were at until the river swept up the ball, swept up my dog and my husband had to jump in after her and save her, but she would not just let the ball go. It was worth her life to go after Oh my gosh. Man. All right. All right. There you go. Is that, that's, eh. A little bit better, a little different, all right? Uh, let's go with a Buddy in Avondale. Funny story about your dog. I'm still waiting. Okay, well, you'll like this one, G- uh, Gatos. Okay. I, uh, when I was introduced to my uh, wife's parents at Thanksgiving, uh, after we ate dinner, uh, we were eating, uh, playing a game around the table, and all of a sudden I felt my shoes getting wet. <laughs> and my mother, my future mother-in-law looked under the table, and she looked at my wife, and she deadpanned. I think he's a keeper, honey. The dog welcomed him to the family. Oh. And, we've been, and now, just just an aside, we've been married 48 years already. All wow. right. Well, congratulations. Like there's a go. There's a funny story. Appreciate your call. I hope you threw the shoes away. <laughs> uh, Lauren, Apache Junction. Uh, a funny story about your dog on National Dog Day. Yeah, we had um, we had a St. Bernard when we were growing up. And then she stood there and... Uh, 
a neighbor's next door, which was my aunt, they had a uh, gray water set up. It was like a little pond thing to sit there and uh, let all the water go away. Well, the dog could go in there and lay down and get all wet and cool down in the summertime. But then she'd sit there and uh, come and chase all us, all us kids around in that. And it's like, we can't outrun a huge St. Bernard. No, no, <laughs> and, can't. and she just really stinks so bad. Oh. It's like, no, we're not. And all the kids would go hide. <laughs> 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 Letty and Mesa. You Hi, fun- how are you? You got a funny dog story, or are you going to be like the other four callers? <laughs> no, I do. My my dog's name was Chewy, and um, my daughter would get home from school, and she would smash a whole box of Oreo cookies, and she wasn't allowed to do that. But the dog would wait for me to come home, and he'd, he'd bring me to our room like, you got to check under the bed. And she would... And I tell her, what's going on? The dog feels like you're doing something. And she would say the dog was crazy, but when I looked under the bed, the Oreo cookies were there. He was snitching on her. Hmm. Snitching on her, huh? Huh. All right. That's your call. All right. That's the last time I let dog parents on the show. (laughs) Come on. That was it. All right. That's five. uh, That's five spot. You were supposed to call in and tell us a funny story about your dog on, on National Dog Day. And, uh, yeah, I didn't hear one. Did you guys hear one? Was it just me? I think, am, I, am I crapping on the parade? Am I, is that me? Is they were doing nice that? stories. I don't want a nice story. I want yeah. something funny. You have something funny, Mun? I yeah. do. Uh, very quickly. You've heard me mention my lab, Cinderella. No. Who's no longer with us. No? Okay. 2009, I had to go pick up my son after school. I had made a pork roast for dinner for the kids. Oh, delicious. Unfortunately, I left it on the counter. <laughs> okay. When I got back, the cutting board that it was on and the roast, uh, the cutting board was clean, the roast was gone. Okay. At the suggestion of my daughter, I took Cinderella to the vet the next day. They put her on the scale and said, geez, she's gained three pounds since the last time <laughs> she was here. And I said, you want to know how? <laughs> how? The pork roast. Oh, it was a three-pound pork, pork, pork roast. roast. Oh, a three-pound okay. pork roast. Yeah. Right. I'm still waiting for a good story. <laughs> I'm just Thank kidding. You. That's, yeah. uh, no. I'm teasing. That was, unexpected? That's okay. Okay. Huh. No, I said unexpected. Oh, gosh. Let's yeah, not yeah, go yeah. there. Uh, coming up next, we'll, we'll chat about something much better than National Dog Day. Why was there a naked dude walking through Mesa? Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. Hey, uh, Chad, you ever have a naked dude walk into your house uh, unexpected? No. No. Have you? No. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay, I just want to make sure. Happened in Mesa. Well, you know, that's what happens in Mesa. It's not what happens all the time. One minute this woman is folding laundry. The next minute she looks up and finds a man standing fully naked in front of her inside her home. Yeah, talk about shocking. But now her boyfriend is describing the series of events that led up to his arrest. Uh, I'm just thinking, how did he... To come in the back door at noon? Noon! It happened at noon. You got to be really drinking hard the night before to show up somewhere at noon naked. To come in the back. It's not even your house. To come in the back door at noon. Noon. Naked. Naked. Not okay, man. No. Joshua Roper was at work when his girlfriend texted she was calling 911 for a naked intruder. It's bad enough there's an intruder in your house. 
<sighs> like, listen, he put some clothes on. He let himself in and came in the house mm. and asked my girlfriend if this was the unit he was supposed to be at, and she freaked out. Turns out his girlfriend's interactions with this man began about 20 minutes before that, as she was coming back from dropping her niece off at work. Now, see, this is getting scary. So this isn't just like a random guy that walked in your house naked. What was the so, interaction 20 minutes ago? Well, you know, you got stuff going on. You got stuff going on. And as she came to the gate, this gentleman and with a backpack and shorts and T-shirt. So he was clothed 20 so minutes ago. at some ago. point in time, he, he was clothed. Yes, yes, he was. Followed her in basically through the gate. Joshua says the unknown man, now identified as Nicholas Martinez. Uh, why don't we put his name out there just one more time? Because honestly, if you're walking around naked, in Mesa, you deserve to be humiliated on the radio. Now identified as Nicholas Martinez. What's that? Now identified as Nicholas Martinez. What? Now identified as Nicholas Martinez. Okay. Asked her where a certain townhome unit was, then disappeared for a while in the pool area where he broke in and did some damage. Okay. Oh, wow. Not only is he a nudist. Right. He is also a vandal. That's what it sounds like. This is evil. Uh, he tore two signs up that are in the pool. Just tore them to shreds. Because that's what he smashed do. his freaking mini laptop or computer or whatever. Now, watch the watch the language. His freaking I mean, mini laptop. He smashed his freaking mini laptop. We'll have to play that again. Goodness gracious. He smashed his freaking mini laptop right. or computer or whatever. Then before leaving the gated pool area, he stripped down. Okay. So yeah. now well, we've... that way, now he can he could easily, you know, sleek out of there and nobody will recognize and think, oh, there's something up with that fella. I don't think he, maybe he thinks he's invisible. I think he wanted to get arrested. And he's like, listen, I'm breaking stuff and it's not working. Let's drop trout. And he took off all his clothes in there and somehow got out. And then I, why he chose our unit to come to, I have no clue. According to the police paperwork, Martinez got inside through an unlocked door. What are you, three years old? Everybody's laughing. No, no one's <laughs> laughing. Martinez got inside through an unlocked door and stood completely naked in front of the victim. She had 911 on the phone, speaker phones. Joshua said his girlfriend kicked the man out, but he tried to get back into their home through two different doors by wedging a sign into them. He ripped off their patio. Eventually, here's the thing, though. If you're there, how do you how do you open up a can of whoop uh, butt? Whoop ass? All right, for you know what. Oh my goodness! Get over yeah, everybody, everybody. You know, I can't believe it said those words. Why, why do you have to? Those words are so what? upsetting there, there to us. There are other words you can We're use. We're talking about a naked there guy wandering into somebody's are... place, and people are worried about. Can do you believe? If what he I said? say blank, don't fill in the blank. Yeah. There's a reason I no, say blank. No, I'm not going to let you redact. I want everybody to be. We're transparent <laughs> on the show. It's not the Trump. You redacted <laughs> that, and I wanted to get everybody out there. To Police, let us know what's going on? Ugh. Police tackled Martinez to arrest him. By then... Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> go get him, Jim. Jump on him. No, oh, no, no, not me. No. You know what, guys? This is a time when the tasers are, are, are needed. You can't do that either, man. You can't tase a naked dude. You could totally tase You'll a naked guy. You'll never unsee that. Yeah. You, you can, don't know what's going to be flailing around. You could tase a naked guy. Oh. Police tackled Martinez to arrest him. By then, he had put his underwear back on. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Before we wrestle, let me get greased up, but I want to put my underwear back on. Police tackled Martinez to arrest him. By then, he had put his underwear back on. Did they tackle him while he had his underpants back on? Because that's much better. Yeah. If I'm a cop, I'm like, all right, he's got some drawers on. He's I'm like, gonna... at least give him a chance. Okay. You want to get dressed before we beat you up? Certainly, Joshua and his girlfriend hmm. didn't expect a random naked intruder to visit her at lunchtime. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jeff Munn is uh, filling in for Becky Lynn. You ever have a naked dude walk through your house unexpected? Unexpected. Yeah, never. Well, 
Were you expecting a naked person to come in? Well, no, I want to clarify this so that uh, in case the lawyers call. I'm going to say I no. I think I just made my contribution for the show. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be signing autographs as Jeff you leave. Everybody. Wow. Couldn't have asked for a better uh, answer. The answer to your question, by the way, is no. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> well. It's weird out there in Mesa, apparently. It is. Make sure you lock your doors. Naked dudes are walking in. All right, coming up next, uh, we've got a lot to get to here. Uh, The student loan forgiveness uh, program, does it help or hurt our economy? Uh, Plus, a a candidate for state superintendent of public instruction. May you hire a pedophile to work on his case? What? On his campaign. That, mm, we're looking into it. Coming up next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Yeah, baby. Well, this is uh, disturbing, to say the least. Um, AZ Family is uh, reporting, and Morgan Lowe is one of their investigative reporters. Uh, he's reporting uh, Tom Horn. He is a Republican candidate for the Arizona State Superintendent of Public Instruction. Uh, he wants to run the schools. Yeah. Uh, he's going up against Kathy Hoffman. All right. Channel 3, well, easy, easy Family, basically says that Tom Horn confirmed to Morgan Lowe that former state representative David Stringer is doing work for his campaign. Now, let's tell you who David Stringer is if you don't remember, because I remember being, you know, talking about this every day years ago. It's a guy that was once a representative here in the legislature. He was at one time charged with child sex crimes. Yeah. 1983, uh, charged and took a plea deal. Right. So his record was expunged, and no one knew that he had done this. No one. And then it got leaked. Now, these things are not supposed to get leaked, but it did. Yes. And we found out that this is a pedophile. And he's working in the legislature. Yep. And now we find out that Tom Horn, who wants to run the schools, has asked a pedophile to do work for his campaign. I'm sorry. And remember this week, didn't. Tom Horn take down something off his site because people complained that David Stringer had, had, had shared it and stuff. Hey, wise man, what exa- do you remember? What David Stringer? Sorry, what Tom Horn took off his website or, or it's Twitter something? It's he, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, David Stringer and Tom Horn. Obviously, they're friends, right? So right. Stringer tweeted around the time of the primary election. He tweeted a picture of him and some other people, and he's holding a Tom Horn okay. campaign sign, oh, basically yeah. showing his support for right. his friend. And uh, Horn retweeted it, saying, "Thank you for your support." Gross. And then later, after people realized, "Hey, that's a accused pedophile," yeah, yeah, he deleted that tweet. You know, uh, this is what I remember, too. Um, There was an interaction between uh, Stringer and it was someone who worked to protect child victims of trafficking. And we know what kind of serious issue that is, not only in Phoenix, but around the world. Their discussion is is heard in a video. Uh, And what Stringer said is... uh, while he doesn't think there is much child sex trafficking, there are a lot of 15-year-old prostitutes. And then he laughed. Oof. 
He also... Uh, he had some doozies. Yeah, he also said um, he didn't think there was any damage from child sex trafficking, saying, quote, Ugh. if an uncle takes his niece or nephew to a playground and they go on the merry-go-round and have some ice cream and then do their thing, that's just part of the experience. That is not good experience. God. You scumbag. And Tom Horn has hired this guy to help him. And he said, oh, well, if he was guilty of any of these things, guilty, he's, it's, he's, he pled guilty. Well, he pled guilty. Plea bargained. Guess what? When you plea bargain, you're saying that you did something and you're taking a lesser charge. So there's not a trial. Child pornography. Mm hmm. Was it five kids? Two of one of which was a developmentally special needs, special need, uh, handicapped child. Oh, Are God. you kidding me? Yeah, wise man. I remember he, when he said something to the effect of "There's not enough white kids to go oh, around." Gosh, now and we know then what that means. When he went on his apology tour, he scheduled a press conference to apologize at Lolo's Chicken and Waffles. Yeah, wow. There's no racism there. Not a joke. That is absolutely true. I totally forgot that. And Steve, can we also agree? And oh. we can all. The one of the worst hair pieces we've seen in a while. He at least colors it. He does. Uh, I'm sorry. This disqualifies Tom Horn. Absolutely. 100%. If, and I'll just say it. If you vote for Tom Horn, I know he's a Republican. There are a lot better Republicans out there. If you are hiring a pedophile to work on your campaign, campaign and you vote for this guy, that says a lot about you. 100%. Agree with you right there. All right, uh, 5 o'clock KTA, our news expansion is coming up next.